welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Wrestling with the Homies. Did you miss us? Because we missed you. I'm the homie Quan, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Jay Cooley. Face is good. And my boy, <laughs> C.M. LeCue. Look in my eyes, what do you see? My coach of personality. It's clobbering time, y'all. I hate you. I hate you so much. It's clobbering time. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all know what time it is. Look. Last time we covered this topic, Sylvan made a comment on the way out. He said, in six months, we're going to be right back here talking about CM Punk again. And I jokingly said, nah, this is CM Punk we're talking about. We're going to be sitting here next week saying, y'all heard what CM Punk did backstage at All In? But I was playing. Uh, I was joking when I said that. I was just playing around, trying to be funny. I didn't realize that was going to become reality. CM Punk, what's wrong with you, man? What, what's going on, bro? We got to unpack this. What's going on with CM Punk? Why can't he get his act together? Talk to me. Somebody, please explain this. It's a whole lot going on. Whew. Look at this man, Silver, man. I hate Look you so much, Look at this guy, bro. man. I hate you so much. Look at this guy. I don't hate you, Quine. <laughs> I don't hate you, Quine. In fact, I like a lot... A lot about you. I respect you. Hell, I respect you a lot more than most podcasters that I know. You know what I do hate, though, Quan? This idea. This idea that AEW is the best. Because I'm the best. I'm the best in the world. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, CM, CM LeCue. Sylvan Punk. Sylvan Forget Punk. It. You was right. You was right. You was right. What you said it would happen, see? and it happened. <laughs> man, look, what a disaster, man. CM Punk, can we add, it, man, you already know. You already know. But before we get into the CM Punk, can we just talk about the show for a little bit? Oh, yeah, it was let's an talk incredible about show. show All In was an incredible show. I enjoyed it. How did y'all fellas feel about it? Cooley, let me know hey, something. I enjoyed it to the max. You feel me? It was a dope show. Um, that CM Punk versus Samoa Joe match was hilarious, especially that spot when uh Punk died out the ring and Samoa just walked ben away. <laughs> that walked was fire. <laughs> that was fire. Um, of course, John Moxley bled. I mean, what's new with that guy? You know, but you know my favorite moment, you know my favorite you? moment was Adam Cole and MJF at the uh the final match. It was cinema. It was art. That, it was emotion. That match was fire to me. It was incredible. It was fire. A lot of a lot of AEW fans didn't like it. A lot of AEW fans feel like that was too WWE-ish in the approach, the theatric. They thought it was over the top. They ain't Man, like it. You gotta, you gotta lighten up, so bit. We, you know, we gotta make Wembley, London happy. You know, you know, for the for for the record, eighty one thousand. Right, eighty one thousand. Hey, let's talk about it. That was the eighty one. The largest single day audience in wrestling history. That's insane. Yo. You mad? Are you mad, my brother? I mean, Hold somebody's got to talk about it. Somebody's got to talk about this record history breaking event in wrestling history. Someone's got to mention it because, as far as I'm concerned, nobody's talking about it. What are we but, talking about? You know, the show was good. I liked the show, it was really great. I thoroughly enjoyed Adam Cole versus MJF. 
I love Roderick coming out and being like, I'm your best friend, not him, <laughs> me. Yo, that, hey, was that was crazy. hilarious. <laughs> that was that neck brace be killing me, man. He got a <laughs> uh, hey, yo, I heard he was uh wearing it on the plane ride over there. Yeah, keep it, yeah I heard that keep too. it in a cafe. Kayfabe alive. Keep Kayfabe yeah, alive. Sylvan. Oh, uh, man. I thoroughly said, enjoyed it. But you said nobody's talking about it. So what are, what are we talking about? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you know what? You, you, you're right. Uh, what are we talking about? I'm still going to kick your ass. Man. You can have your millions in your millions. You can have your record history breaking attendance at box office. You can make wrestling history. I'm still going to kick your ass. Because okay, this isn't the small leagues. This isn't during the... Oh, man. Listen. Summer of Punk. This is the Summer of Punk again. The Bruh. Summer of Punk, baby. It never fails, yeah. baby. All right. So let's just, let's just address it. Let's just, let's just tackle the hard topic, the elephant in the room, where everybody want to hear. CM Punk, man. CM Punk. So a couple weeks ago, we talked about a verbal dispute that CM Punk and Jack Perry had about the usage of real glass in a spot at Collision. Punk told him we weren't doing that. We don't, we don't do that over here. We work safe over here. They so got into a heated exchange. Leagues. This is the big leagues. And that was that. The story leaked. It was what it was. Fast forward to All In. In a match on the pre-show, the pre-show, Jack Perry versus Hook, they go for a spot on a limo where Jack Perry pretty much does a fisherman buster on the, the, the window of that stretch limo. Before doing the spot, Jack Perry goes up to the window. He taps on it. Tap, tap, tap. He looks dead into the camera, and he says, this is real glass, by, by the way. Cry me a river about it. An obvious shot at CM Punk. An obvious shot. I thought it would end there, but apparently it didn't. Jack Perry went backstage after the match. One side of the story says that CM Punk approached him and got in his face and grabbed him by his neck, choked him. The other side of the story says Jack Perry went backstage. He got in CM Punk's face and brushed him a little bit. CM Punk grabbed him by his neck and choked him. Either way, both sides end with Jack Perry being choked backstage at all in and both guys <laughs> both guys getting told <laughs> to leave the arena and at some point CM Punk threatened to quit the company he was heard saying and I quote excuse the language but CM Punk was heard saying I hate this fucking place my boys what is going on well, how did we end up here again I mean let's keep it a beanstalk when we working at you know at work our nine to five, and we always say I hate this place, but are we gonna quit? Hell no, baby, we need that bread. <laughs> like, come on, let's be honest. This is just another one of CM Punk's latest tragedies, back backstage tragedies. Me personally, I think everybody's in the wrong here. I believe Jack Perry, he didn't have to do that on live TV. If he didn't do that, there would have been no issue, would there? I don't think so. I mean, so like Taking shots out is one thing, but like the biggest night in AW history, you can't be choking people out backstage. Yeah, but there was a cause before that for the effect. The cause was Jack Perry so that, calling him out on TV. Or I heard actually that Jack Perry, um, he did something to Punk before Punk 
with out for his match. So I'm like, what's going on here? It's a lot going on here. That's why I blame Tony Khan at the end of the day, y'all. I blame oh Tony Khan. God. Of course y'all because, make Tony Khan problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do. I do. I'm sorry. All right. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. Can I go on my rant? Y'all know me. I love to rant. I love to rant. Kevin Durant, too. He cool. <laughs> Not Durant. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. AEW. <laughs> AEW. Listen to me and listen to me clear. It's time to fire CM Punk. It's time Whoa. to fire him. What? I, I know last time we spoke on this, I had the opposite stance. CM Punk is the biggest star they have. But at this point, you got to fire CM Punk. You got to just cut your losses and let it be that. In every toxic situation, whether it's a relationship, a business partnership, a friendship, whatever it is, in every toxic situation, there comes a time when you have to ask yourself, is the short-term benefit worth the long-term trouble, the long-term turmoil? And in this case, I don't think it is. I don't think it is at this point. It's time to fire CM Punk. And it's going to be hard. Like, I get it. Like, Y'all know me. I'm a basketball guy. I I look at everything through the lens of basketball because I'm a basketball fan. There was a time in the early 2000s when the Lakers had two legends, Kobe and Shaq. Y'all remember that? Kobe and Shaq, one one of the greatest duos of all time. This is a duo that was dominating the ops. They won three championships back to back to back, a three-peat. Most players don't even compete for a championship. They won three in a row. Almost won four. They almost won four, but while they were winning, it was trouble back, backstage. In the locker rooms, they were getting into arguments. In practice, Kobe and Shaq were getting into fights. They were sending shots at each other through the media. <laughs> Sounds familiar, huh? They were sending shots at each other through the media. It got to the point where the Lakers had to decide, do we really want to keep winning these championships? Is this short-term benefit worth possibly losing our entire locker room and souring our relationships with both players? And the Lakers decided it wasn't. So they let Shaq go. They traded Shaq. Now, if Shaq and Kobe would have stayed together, they probably would have won more championships. But the Lakers decided in that moment it wasn't worth it to risk troubling both of those relationships. So they let Shaq go. And Shaq went on to have instant success. I don't know if it was the first season after he got traded or the second, but Shaq went and won championships with the Miami Heat, like, right away. And the Lakers struggled. You know what I'm saying? Staples Center went from being sold out to being half full. They went from winning 60 games to winning, what, 25, 30 games? (laughs) Shaq said, you couldn't do it without me? He said, Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. Y'all remember that? (laughs) Tell me how my ass tastes. But at the end of the day, the Lakers had to make that decision. They had to struggle before they got back to the top. And that's the position right now that AEW finds themselves in. They got to decide, is the short-term benefit of having CM Punk around, selling out these shows, selling the merch, is that worth possibly losing my entire locker room over? And I don't think it is. So, AEW, it's time to make that tough decision. It's time to fire CM Punk. Now, if that means that you might not be selling out stadiums, if that means that the ratings might fall for Collision and Dynamite, if that means that the merch sales is going to slow up, so be it. But keeping CM Punk around is not worth losing Kenny Omega. It's not worth using, losing both the Young Bucks. It's not worth losing Hangman Page. And now Jack Perry. It's not worth losing your locker room over. So it's time to fire CM Punk. And that's my rant. Wow. 
Fire wow. CM Punk. Get him out of wow. here. Wow. Sylvan, what's what's that look on your face, man? You you agreeing with this guy? Are you agreeing with this guy? Let's keep it a bean stock. What do you mean if I'm agreeing with this guy? Are you agreeing with this guy? What, does that, mean to, what does that mean, Cooley? What does that like, really mean? Like, do you think why CM are you Punk asking, why are you should asking be getting fired? That question, Cooley? I want to know your thoughts. I want to know your thoughts. Do you remember what I said last podcast? Did anybody listen to me? Now Uh everyone is seeing what (laughs) I have been seeing all along. Uh. Was anybody? What what did people tell me when I said they should have kicked him to the curb at that medium scrum? What did people tell me? He's too valuable. He sells too much merch. He's the biggest star in the company. Which they laughed is. at me. They laughed at me yeah. like hyenas. <laughs> they laughed at me. They made a mockery of my vision. They made a mockery of what I saw, what I knew in my heart. I extended my hand, my 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 wisdom, and they besmirched my name in return. They said I was crazy. They said I was foolish. I was a foolish man. A foolish old man with diseases that should be casted into the outskirts. But I rose like Lazarus. I rose like Lazarus. The next week, the next week, I was proven right all along. And it's not about the validation. It's not. Because I know when I'm right, despite if the world knows or thinks that I'm wrong. You know what it's about? It's the principle. When I went to school, I wanted to be the principal. That's how much I love principal. Okay. Okay. I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be a firefighter. I didn't want to be a lawyer. I wanted to be the principal because that's how much principality means to me. CM Punk. They got the lowest pay. It's a cancer, a disease, a virus sent into every vein of professional wrestling. I told both of you last week, I looked you both, my black brothers in arms. I told you, this man will be the downfall of this company. I told you both, we are not talking about all in. The biggest moment in AEW, the biggest moment in wrestling history. (laughs) We are talking about one man. From Chicago. Chicago made punk. Con man punk. (laughs) Oh my God. We are talking about a drug that can't be let go by a man who is infatuated with wrestling. I told you both. And you sit here, Cooley. You sit here, Quan, and you ask me if I agree. You (laughs) ask me if I agree. Agree? What does that word mean? That means that I would have to have some type of disagreement with what I already knew all along. How about Sylvan? I'm sorry. How about Savon? How about Savon? I apologize. Because I sat here alone amongst my beautiful black brothers. I sat here on the opposite side of the spectrum. And now we're here talking about this man again. CM Punk, I hope at some point in time, you find what it is that you're looking for. 
You took seven years off because you didn't know where you wanted to go. You took seven years off because despite how much you loved wrestling, you hated working for a company that wasn't valuing you the way you felt you needed to be valued. And we believed you. Then you returned seven years later to a company built by a set of wrestlers who believed and understood what it took to create an alternative product. You became the number one person and you have not lived up to your expectations in any way. You have been sloppy in the ring. You have had more botches than I could ever think of in your career. You have not lived up to any of your championship reigns. You have not only done that, you have embarrassed your boss, embarrassed your colleagues, and quite frankly, you have embarrassed yourself. And now on the biggest night of wrestling history, we talk about one man. You. You are a selfish man. Listen. He didn't You're know selfish. You are a selfish man, CM Punk. You are so very, good. very selfish. You cannot think about anybody outside of yourself. And for that, I have no empathy for you. I don't care how right you are. I don't care how much you are validated to do what it is that you're supposed to do. You are supposed to be a leader and you're not acting like one. You know what you're acting like? An entitled, self-proclaimed, best in the world, overhyped, overinvested wrestler. I do not respect your actions. As much as I respect you, I do not respect your actions. You get it together because you're not living up to the hoodie. You're not living up to this. You're not living up to this. You're not living up to the clobbering time. You are embarrassing yourself. You are becoming an embarrassment. Take this time to think about who you really are because we're telling you. And if you don't agree, you need to do something right now. Because quite frankly, it's not looking good for you, brother. Looks and that is my man. TED Talk. He, he embarrassed the whole company. He embarrassed the whole, the whole sport of wrestling. I don't even talk about things like that. I don't even talk about this sport like that. He embarrassed wrestling as a whole. Here's the it thing. is sickening. Here's the thing. CM Punk didn't only embarrass wrestling as a whole. He didn't only embarrass Tony Khan. He didn't only embarrass the people in AEW backstage. CM Punk embarrassed me. Do y'all know who I... Sylvan, yeah, Cooley, y'all know me. Yeah, CM Punk is my favorite wrestler Yikes. of all time. Yikes. I love CM Punk. I own Ring of Honor DVDs from yeah. 2005 that CM Punk main invented. Golly. I love CM Punk. I've been sticking up for this dude for damn near 20 years. I'm sorry, Quan. The biggest night in AEW. And this thing, he backstage fighting Jack Perry. Who don't even look like he... <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 relax, relax. <laughs> Jack Perry. Jack Perry don't even look like he can beat me up. <laughs> I will probably whoop Jack Perry's ass. Why are you fighting Jack Perry? Why? He He's weighs like, like 112 pounds. Why is CM Punk backstage the biggest night in AEW history? Why is he backstage fighting Jack Perry? What is wrong with you? I know you say you straight edge, but I don't believe it at this point. Are you on drugs, CM Punk? Are you on drugs? Is this why you're back in wrestling so you can make money to buy more drugs? What is wrong with you? What CM Punk CM is Punk. a cancer. CM Punk. CM Punk is worse than cancer. Every CM Punk is locker room. CM Punk is syphilis, okay? 
He is syphilis. Damn, that's crazy. Syphilis is embarrassing. It is. It is. It's, it's, it's very embarrassing. Now, I, I, I understand Quan's pain. It's like it's like being a exhibit super fan, finding out he's from New Mexico and thought he was from California <laughs> your whole goddamn life. <laughs> I still God, can't believe exhibit is not I still from can't believe it. That's insane. I still can't I believe crazy. it. <laughs> yo, I really thought yo. Some exhibit was from LA. Yeah, same. I thought. Hey, was. man. Hey, hey. I'm praying for you, Quan, man. Cause like, yeah, I'm sorry, Quan. I, I I would be hurt if I was to find out that Stone Cold was you know doing crazy stuff like CM Punk is doing backstage and all that, you know. But yo, man, this is and insane. The thing is, it's like Jack Perry, like 24 years old. Punk, bro. See, this is a child. Jack yeah. Perry is a child. He's younger than me. Yeah. <laughs> he a kid. And this grown-ass nigga, I'm sorry for my language. I, I don't want to make y'all have to bleep too much out. But this grown-ass man is backstage choking him. Why are you choking a 24-year-old? Bro, you too old for this. Just go out there, do your job, go back stock, eat some cookies. What are you doing? What are we doing? Brush it off, bro. And the uh. thing is, like, I know it's tough. I know it's tough for AEW to let him go because this is Tony Khan, man. Tony Khan probably was rooting for CM Punk the last 20 years like I did. Like, we wanted CM Punk back in wrestling so bad. Yeah. And Tony Khan signed him. So it's like, it's tough to just let you go. And I'm sure WWE being petty, they all about business at the end of the day. So if if CM Punk were to leave AEW, I'm sure WWE would try to work something out to him with him to the point where he can wrestle a few dates just to, like, stick it to Tony Khan. Yep. So I understand yeah. wholeheartedly why Tony Khan would not want to let CM Punk walk across the street and help their business. But at the end yeah. of the day, like like the Lakers did when they traded Shaq and said, you know what, we're going to rock with Kobe and struggle for a couple years. You got to make that decision. You got to let yeah. CM Punk go. If he go over there to WWE and <laughs> light them on fire, so be it. If you got to struggle, so be it. But we can't, we can't keep doing this. We can't sit here every three, four weeks saying, oh, CM Punk beat somebody up backstage again. Oh, CM Punk causing trouble. He overshadowing their bit. We can't keep doing this. We can't. We can't. It's embarrassing. As a fan, this is embarrassing. I feel like an yeah, idiot man. for rooting for this man. Yeah, man. At some point, we gotta hold we gotta hold this man uh, accountable for his actions. Sylvan, I, I I know you've been you've been calling it you've been calling it, man, and I know I know I was wrong. So you know I, I'll give you that, brother. I, I, I'll okay, give you man. that. I understand. Yeah, it's man. Okay. You know, it's, I, I fully it's, understand. It's it's like when Drake, you know, when he drops these albums, you know, it's like ah, I know he's great, but he keeps dropping mid. But I'm still gonna give him a chance. <laughs> And mm-hmm. I've been on this. I've been on this boat since he dropped views. It's the same kind of thing. I want CM mm-hmm. Punk to do so great because of how he left wrestling the first time, but he just keeps it's proving tough. us wrong. It's it's, it's, it's tough. Very tough, man. Oh my god. And he's oh, proven man. Triple H and Vince McMahon right. That's the crazy thing. When Triple yeah. H cut that promo saying that CM Punk was only out for CM Punk, we were wow. mad. We were at home disagreeing. We're like, nah, like. Like f this, nah. That we rocking with CM. CM Punk was wrong the whole time. Oh wow! Time. The whole time we were hypnotized by the goddamn pipe bomb. We were hypnotized. He had yeah. us fooled. He had us fooled. He played us like like Cooley said. This is a Drake album. We all get together every time Drake's about to drop. I'm like, oh, he about to drop some fire. He about to drop another classic. And then he give us the same goddamn album he been giving us for the last ten years. I still love. Why you, are we Drake. expecting different? I still love you, man. Right here, OBO XO Ting. You know. You know, you know who CM Punk should work for? He should work for EA Sports, NBA 2K, and Apple. 
Because they give everybody the same product year after year after year. That's who she. That's who he should work for. He's the same way, man. And we expect different every time. We expect every, time, time. Man. But, every time, man. But now, now that we got CM Punk out the way, because I know Sylvan, he always want to blame Tony Khan for everything. Thank you. You you can't you can't you can't blame Tony Khan for this. You can't. Not only am I gonna blame Tony Khan for this. Oh my god! I'm gonna spend some real time talking to Tony Khan. Tony Khan, I hope you're listening to me right now. I hope you're looking me dead in my eyes. And at some point, I hope I have a real conversation with you because I'd like to tell you everything that I'm telling this camera and my two brothers by my side to your face. You are not being fair to your locker room. Let me repeat that. You are not being fair to your locker room. You are not being fair to your wrestlers. You know who you are right now? You are Jerry Buss in 1981. <laughs> oh, my God. He said 1981. <laughs> you are Jerry Buss in 1981. You weren't even born. History is history, baby. I don't need to be born to know my history. I can read. And on top of that, I could watch a show called Winning Time. Hey! Oh, I see where this is going. I see hey. where this is going. Now, if you watch Winning Time, going. if you watch a beautiful show called Winning Time, like my two black brothers do by my side, yeah, you understand that Jerry Buss and majority of the people in the back corporate were high off of a young prospect called Irvin Magic Johnson. Now, Irvin Magic Johnson was coming off an injury, trying to get more acclimated to the game, spend some time off. And he had a coach, had a coach who had a program set in place, and he was winning games. He was winning legitimate games. People were falling in line. They were taking their ego and putting it to the side. Who couldn't put their ego to the side? Irving Magic Johnson. The, bit, the best player in the game couldn't just fall in line, couldn't just take direction. Not only that, because he couldn't take direction, you know what Jerry Buss did? He rewarded him <laughs> with the biggest contract. I cracked my voice. <clears throat> with the biggest contract in the million. NBA at that point. 25, $25 million, million for 25 years. years. That is he went back. Irving Johnson went back in that back room and his whole team hated him. They said, you pay. You know what I'm saying? Why you got to work? You paid and you ain't doing the system and you ain't falling in line. Nor and, then what, hating. and then what does Magic Johnson do? He, he requests this to be traded. After getting the largest contract in the game, after being injured, and after not complying to a system that's working for Jerry Buss's team, he decides, I want to be traded because I'm a selfish prick. And you know who else is a selfish prick, Tony Khan? CM Punk. You know who you keep rewarding time after time? CM Punk. You know who you gave your own, his own show to? CM Punk. You know who got his first championship reign and then became immediately injured? CM Punk. You know who got his second <laughs> title reign and then became injured and embarrassed you and blamed you for basically hiring EVPs that were wrestlers and besmirching their name? CM Punk. Who did you hire again? CM Punk. Who did you give another title reign to? CM Punk. And on the biggest night of wrestling history, the gold remains to you, Tony Khan. AEW, the highlight of your brass ring accomplishments up till date. Who did you reward? 
CM Punk. And how did he repay you? By spitting in your face. All because you couldn't be a good businessman. Okay, but how can we why do we why do we turn every situation in a This wouldn't happen with Vince McMahon? We blame we blame Tony Khan for everything, bro. Who am I going to blame then? Who am I going to blame? blame? Who do I blame then? CM Punk? No. Yeah, because you blame CM Punk. You know why? Because CM Punk is CM Punk. The writing is on the wall, baby. Okay, listen, bro. Listen, bro. We have to really look at this situation and how it all started. We can't just blame Tony. We got look at how it started. All right. So CM Punk, right? He wins the championship. He gets injured in the match, but he wins the championship. He goes to the media scrum. He starts shooting on everybody. He shoots on on Hangman, the elite. He he, he the EVP. He shits on everybody, right? CM Punk then goes to his locker room to get dressed. He gets confronted by the EVPs, the executive vice producers. And somewhere in this, a fight happens. A brawl happens. A dog gets stepped. A small dog. A small dog gets stepped on. Mm. Now, to you, that might just sound like a fight because you're a wrestling fan. But let's not forget, CM Punk threatened <laughs> to make this a, a legal problem at one point. And in the courts, if they take this to court, no matter how you feel about CM Punk, no matter how you feel like he started it, to a judge, this is going to look like someone got injured on a job. They went into their locker room and then got attacked by vice presidents of the company. Am I wrong? So to avoid taking this to court, to avoid the legalities of it, yeah, Tony Khan bent over backwards and he gave CM Punk everything he wanted. He gave CM Punk his own show. He tried to uh, keep the locker rooms apart. Like, I get it. I get it. Tony Khan don't want to take this to court because he knows how it looks. He would lose. He would lose. No matter if CM Punk started it or not, it looks bad on the vice presidents for attacking an injured employee. Mm. So, to me, Tony Khan is not the, the the problem in this. He's not a bad guy. Tony Khan seems like he got backed into a corner by a bad situation that would have never happened had the EVPs attacked CM Punk. So Tony Khan is just trying to massage all the um all the mistakes that he nah, made. Nah, nah. Not trying to repair he's trying to all massage. the mistakes he made, baby. You're trying. He's trying to fix it up. He's trying to he's fix it try, up. He's trying to massage. All the relationships he has. He doesn't want to lose CM Punk. He doesn't want to lose the elite. Yeah. He's trying to keep him apart. Give CM Punk what he wants so he don't sue the fuck out of us. You should have done better, Tony. You <laughs> fucked up. You fucked up, Tony. Yo, now you're paying we, we, the price. We're using too many F-bombs. Let's clean it up. Let's clean it up. Right. <laughs> Let's clean it up. You're right. <laughs> you're right. You messed up, Tony. You messed up. And now you're trying. now you're paying for your sins. Because at the end of the day... I understand you are a new business owner and you're new to the politics of wrestling. You hired wrestlers as your EVPs. Mistake number one. (laughs) Mistake number one. (laughs) Then you hired a ticking time bomb like CM Punk. (laughs) Mistake number two. Let's not forget why these EVPs got hired, though. Let's not forget that All In, the first All In was not an AEW show. Cody Rhodes and the Elite threw that show. That was their show. Good so what them. Tony Khan was doing was buying into something that already existed and saying, you know what, we're going to rebrand it as this, and I'm going to bring you guys along on it to be EVPs. But 
ultimately it's my show. It's still a mistake. I don't care why he did it. I'm like, why do I have to have all this compassion <laughs> and empathy for Tony Khan? I'm just saying to equate to the reason it's not like, why he made mistakes. A I'm mistake was, is a mistake. But it was a partnership. It's not like Tony Khan just thought, oh, I'm going to start a company called AEW and I'm just going to hire these guys as EVPs. Like, no, this thing existed before him. He was the cherry mm. on top because he was the man with the money. So he partnered up with them and said, you know what? You guys are EVP since this is y'all shit, but I'm buying into it and I'm going to run it because I got the bread. I got the rich father. <laughs> y'all ain't got the bread. Y'all just y'all just the workers. Y'all the soldiers. You know what I'm saying? So th- they partnered up. So it's not like I can't I can't blame him for making people EVPs of what they created. You don't have to blame someone for making a mistake. You just have to acknowledge that they made the mistake. You're telling me why he made the mistake. I acknowledge that. Rookie mistake. What did DNA say? Rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. He still Rose made a mistake. Rose just dropped DNA. Rose just dropped a DNA bomb. Oh, my God. <laughs> he still made a mistake. Like, it doesn't matter where his headspace was. I feel for him. Oh, I understand. Man. I understand where Tony's headspace is. This is the I best podcast the of all time. <laughs> I get Yo, the compassion. The he still made a mistake. He made a rookie mistake. Anybody who was seasoned in wrestling politics and understood how wrestling goes would understand that this isn't a smart decision. But he did it anyway. He took a chance. And now he's facing the consequences. Anybody who has worked with CM Punk in the past understands that there is a lot of risk signing this guy. And he did it anyway. This guy fumbled Cody Rhodes. I don't, I, I fully have compassion for Tony Khan. It doesn't mean that he didn't make mistakes, though. And we have to hold people accountable. He has rewarded this man. Why do I need to have compassion in order and why do I need to have compassion for Tony Khan just because he made mistakes? We all make mistakes. I get it, right? Yeah, yeah. I can have compassion for Tony Khan and hold him accountable. I can hold him accountable and say, you know what? I feel you, bro. But you still messed up. Now I was going to drop that F-bomb, but you still messed up, bro. And it is your fault. It's your fault. That someone like Jack Perry, who is just starting to get a Jack rebrand, Perry. can go out on your biggest show. Got me cracking my voice on this podcast. Can go Jack out on your Perry, biggest bro. show and diss uh, the biggest star in your company openly on camera. You on created the pre show. On the pre show. Not even you the main show. show. You created an environment like that. You created that. This is your doing, bro. You need to tighten up, bro. You need to get it together. And if you don't know how, you need to get some help. Because this ain't looking hey, good. Hey, Quan. Hey, Quan, man. I'm sorry, brother, but <sighs> I'm, I'm on I'm on side on this one, man. It's Tony, it's Tony Khan fault. Of course. Of I course. am on Sylvan side with this. Listen, man, you have to be a boss, not a friend. You can't be an owner and be friends with everybody. That's like that's your mistake. Like, this is reality. It's time to grow up, brother. It's time to grow up. And just because you have money, just because you have money, don't mean you're respected. Just because you have money, don't mean your locker room respects you. And it's, it's ridiculous how there is no fear from your wrestlers to go on live None. television and shoot like that is insane bro no like this that's is, this insane, is wcw bro. 2000 
This is yeah. like oh my God, Scott bro. Steiner was going to the ring and shooting on Ric Flair and like Vince Russo. Like this, I can't believe that this is happening again. It's embarrassing. In AEW. And, 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 and first of all, who booked these matches right next to each other? That's that's another mistake. Yeah. Like, you guys knew the history would just happen. Why are these guys together? Like, oh, my God, bro. That's just insane. All that power, man. He's, he, he's abusing his power, yo. It's insane. But y'all know even, how to fix he even, this, right? He's he not even using his so power. What? That's, the, that's, the, that's the tough part. He's not even so abusing but, it. You don't know how to but y'all use know how his to, power. Y'all know how we can fix this, though, right? I know, y'all know how we can fix this. Oh, you gonna fire say fire CM Punk. CM Punk? Get him out of here. Pack him all the way up. Send him to UFC. He can get his ass whooped again. Send him anywhere else. AW. I don't want to see this run anymore. I'm the biggest CM Punk fan. I'm still gonna remain a CM Punk fan for all the things that he's done. I'm never gonna take that away from him. He gave me some classic matches with John Cena. Gave me some classic matches with Samoa Joe. Gave me some classic promos, some classic moments. So I'll always respect CM Punk for that. But you've reached the end of the road. How did the song go? Although we've come to the end of the road. Still, I can't, can't let, go. let go. No, Tony, you know what's going to happen? Tony. He's not going to get Tony's fired, bro. He's not getting fired. He's yes. not getting fired, bro. That's and that's the fired. problem. That's He's not, not going to get fired. fired. Gonna be if anybody gets like, fired, it's, it's going to be Jack Perry. Jack Perry's yeah, getting that's the, fired, That's the bro. sad part. That's the sad Facts. part. Man, Come on, Tony, man. Tony, whether y'all blame Tony, Tony or not, CM Punk needs to go. And we all agree CM Punk needs to go. Yeah. This, this I, is the I'm, greatest I'm, podcast ever, by the way, my brothers. I'm letting y'all the know. Greatest. <laughs> this man, the greatest. This man, Silver said, rookie mistake. <laughs> <laughs> rookie mistake. That I can't believe DNA you shouted out DNA. Reference. Hey, yo, yo, shout that's out to DNA, man. We hate what's going right, on over there at URL. I can't, I can't, I can't discuss CM Punk any longer. I, I never want to hear his name on this podcast again, my brothers. So let's let's get out of CM Punk. Let's never let's never mention his name again. <laughs> We're gonna be sitting here next week screaming on CM. We're Punk gonna be talking games. about gonna CM Punk at all out on Saturday. Yeah. But let's gonna let's, come let's out. get off CM Punk. Let's let's get to my favorite part of the show, Sylvan's favorite part of the show, a lot of people's mm-hmm. favorite part of the show, Cooley's rundown. Cooley, talk to us. What's let's, going let's get on to the in the world of wrestling outside of CM Punk's bum ass? Okay, so the first thing I got is CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Don't play with me. Don't play with me, brother. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. Don't die. No, I'm kidding. Hey, so as reported, we all seen Mercedes Monet, formerly known as Sasha Banks, at the show. Mercy. She was at the show, and it's reports that she will be signing with AEW. And uh, once she's available to return, because as we know, she was injured prior. Mm-hmm. And she's coming on board, and I, I like it. I like it. I feel like she can fit in well with the women division that they have over at AEW. And I feel like she's going to be a big star, a big contribution um, over there across the hall. I like it. Yo, honestly, is she... if? So well, since she's signing with AW, does that make her the like instantly the biggest star in that company? Like low key, right? I don't even want to answer that question. No. <laughs> like it's tough. Like I, I mean, obviously y- y'all know Punk is Punk. It, punk, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's on a rundown. Punk, <laughs> punk probably means more to that fan base just because of what that fan base looks for in wrestling. So yeah. obviously, Punk, yeah, but. Like as far as celebrity wise and like yeah. in totality, I think Mercedes would be the biggest star in AEW. Yeah, like, by far one. too. I don't even think it's close. 
Yeah, I feel that way. I think she would be the biggest star, period. I love it. I, I want to see Mercedes Monet and Tony Storm go at it. By the way, Tony Storm is having an impeccable run in AEW. Her yeah. character work right now is 10 out of 10, bar yeah, none. Facts. Some of the best <clears throat> character work I've seen in wrestling, period. Um, But I would love to see Mercedes Monet in AEW. I think that she's a huge star, and the women's division right now is struggling to get a lot of airtime. And man, trash. I want to see I want to see Mercedes against Soraya. I want to get I want to see her against the whole locker room, man. Ruby, uh, Ruby, man, the whole nine. So, hey, this is, this is this is a little side note. Is is Soraya the first person to ever win championship in two different major companies? Oh, that's um, right. Huh? Sure, she was... No, but was uh, women sure. though, like women. Oh, women. Like... Oh, women. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. Because I don't think Ruby Soho or any. I don't think none of them won oh. the women's championship in WWE. That's shout out to Paige. Yeah, shout out to Soraya, man. Paige, she did her thing. I definitely didn't want. I definitely didn't want her with that title, though. I ain't gonna hold you, but <laughs> ain't mad at it. Whatever. You shout know. shout out to Mercedes. Let's get it. Shout out to Mercedes, Mercedes man. So finally, as I said before, man. WWE treats AEW as if their hove and AEW is Nas, meaning that Jay-Z always drops on every time Nas drops. He always do something petty. And um WWE, he, they just did something petty. They just did something petty, you know. What they did, they what just they announced did. John Cena's return right after the <laughs> biggest paid attendance of wrestling history. They just announced that John Cena will be on SmackDown for seven weeks straight. What, come on. What's going on? Is it the strike? Like, what's going on? <laughs> now, now. That's so I, funny, man. It's, it's so random. Like, I got a question for you guys. Do we really want to see John Cena in 2023? Like, do we ask for this? Are, are we are we surprised? Are we grateful? Like, what's going on here, y'all? I, all I, I see mean, is so Peacemaker. Off, <laughs> <laughs> so, first off. This is hella petty. Like, you know, you know, come on now. We know. Come on. AEW had their biggest show. They got all the shine, and WWE said, oh, word. All Watch shine. this. Right. Push the John button. Cena. John Cena, the biggest wrestling star, <laughs> arguably, of all time, next to, like, what, The Rock and Hulk Hogan? This is, We know what this is. We know what this is. But let's just be honest. The fans might love it. The young kids might love it. I don't want to see John Cena in 2023. He he old, he's skinnier now. He got a big ball spot in the middle of his head. Like <laughs> really, do I do I I'm not trying to see John Cena wrestle again. I'm not trying to see his 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 John Cena promos. I'm not trying to see none of that. We already got Cody Rhodes. We don't need John Cena. But we know what it is. This is the optics. We know what's People going love on. John Cena, they gonna watch. So it is what it is. We know what's going John on. John Cena's been playing it. for a long time. We already knew that Roman Reigns was going to be going away, not showing up on television regularly. We need another big star to fill in the fill-ins. So John Cena ain't doing too much now that the strike is pulling up. Court called a big man to fill in the fill in a, you know, fill in the gaps. So of course we're gonna have big match John pull up, give us a few classics, maybe one with Cody, maybe uh one with Gunther. You know what I'm saying? And y'all gonna love it. You're gonna eat it up. You're gonna love it. Bro, you know what Cena I'm saying? Not and, having no match. And, and as far <laughs> as and man. as far I mean, and as far as like you know the pettiness, you know what I mean? I mean, look, false narratives. We all know. I mean, last time I checked, you know, Tony Khan was out here, you know, mentioning 
that WrestleMania wasn't the only spectacle out here. So I mean, I don't I don't know anything about this pettiness thing that y'all are talking about with Oh, brother. You know what I mean? You know, Tony but, Khan it, is but just, you know, but it is kind of petty though. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. Tony Khan <laughs> is just being a promoter, <laughs> man. Like, like, yeah. of course, of course, he's gonna say it's 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 a new spectacle yeah. on part. Like, he's not gonna say, "Yo, all in inspire." It ain't WrestleMania though. Like, our shit cool, but it ain't that. Like, come on, he he gonna say it's on par with that. That's yeah. facts. I'll be popping. I'll be popping my That's stuff facts. too if I was him. Uh, you know, so okay, we we gonna call our our podcast the greatest of all time. Now, is it? I don't know. That's up for whoever else to decide, but. In my heart, we got the best podcast on the internet. Hello. On the CDs of the podcast. You know what I Hello. mean? Hello. Other podcasts exist. I ain't know that. Shout out to the that mother time. boys. Shout out to all the other boys. We love everybody. <laughs> you know? We really do. Yo, shout out to them. But man. we got that. We got that Walter White over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, got that, we, got that, we got that blue stuff over here. We, that Walter White coming. <laughs> shout, out to, pause. shout out to Walter White, man. Oh, Whoa, that's... yeah, super pause. Yeah, we gonna move on from that pause. 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 That was crazy. <laughs> so, uh, word on the streets is AOP authors of pain has reportedly been secretly signed by WWE for a year. The hell is going on? These guys been gone for <laughs> three, four years. I think they left twenty twenty. And before that, yeah. they, oh my bad, my mic. Before that, they they went on hiatus in 2019. Like, what's going on? Uh, it's just kind of confusing for me. This is weird. You know what this sounds like to me? This sounds like WWE re-signed them right before Vince McMahon forced his way back. So mm. now Smart. they're kind of just caught up in that whole whirlwind of are we signed or are we not? Because Eric Young was under the same situation. Eric Young was signed, and then, like, he never appeared, and then he just disappeared. And before that, I want to say, uh, what's the British Bulldog's son's name? Davey, Davey Hart Jr.? Mm-hmm. Davey Boyd Smith Jr., whatever. He, same thing that happened with him. He was signed secretly for, like, a year, never appeared on TV <clears throat> one time, and then got released. Carlito! Didn't WWE yeah. sign Carlito? Like, Bro, a came months? back. Right, disappeared. like we ain't seen them since. Like I don't know, maybe it's this whole UFC purchase thing, I, whatever it is. But get it together. I like Arthur's of Pain. I want to see them back on TV. They moving like Atlanta um, Records, right? I mean, I mean, yeah, they got. I mean, every wrestling promotion has plans, right? So you got to figure out how to make this work. Where does it naturally go? Um, especially with someone like Carlito. I mean, Arthur's of Pain. I mean, I'll be honest. Uh, I mean, cool. They was you fired. I mean? Come on they, now. They, I mean, they were fired, you know. I mean, I, I liked them, but, I mean, I kind of feel like the tag team division right now is a little flooded, if I'm being honest. There's a lot of tag teams. Um, I feel like there's not a lot of tag teams getting a lot of shine. Um, and I'm going to be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn being a tag team. I think it's just – I feel like we could be utilizing this division a lot better than taking two main event stars and putting them in a tag team division. Um, yeah. I just don't I – don't, I don't care for it. So – I mean, as much as I, I mean, all Japan, I think y'all are cool, but I feel like there's too many tag teams already who deserve to really be elevated to the next spot, especially now that the Usos are broken up and a new day are kind of like solidified as who they are. We need newer, you know, we need, there's a whole roster right now that's been active that deserves to be in that spot. So shout to y'all, Japan, but you know, keep training, I guess. I don't know. And all the best tag teams are down in NXT, to be honest. Facts. So maybe maybe it's time for some of these main roster tag teams to split up. Off. Mm-hmm. Split up and go their own road. I yeah, like they... the Viking Raiders, but 
send the send the Viking Raiders to AEW or something. It's like an old them concept, man. It's an old concept. Right. Yawn. Well, well next up we got is our girl, Bianca Belair. She has been written on TV. Uh I believe it's gonna be up to three months, you know. Interesting. Uh I feel like she needs a change. Uh, I would love to see her joining Bobby and the Prophets. Uh, turning Hill, something new. Because as we talked about before, her, her gimmick kind of got like, you know, stale. You know, it was kind of old for us. Mm-hmm. Stereotypical kind of thing going on. I would love for her to to turn Hill. I feel like that would be dope. So um, I feel like she needs to just take this time, you know, heal up, have fun, enjoy her relax her relaxation, you know. And come back. And she'll you don't back. even go here. Yeah. Sylvan hate that shit. <laughs> Sylvan hate that. <laughs> Look, man, I'm not going to say that Bianca Belair needs to change. Because she over. She sells hella merch. The kids love her. It'd be little white kids in the audience with, with fake braid ponytails on their head. Like, trying to be like Bianca. So, she popping. She don't need to change. But I would like it. I would like to see some change. Because... That whole you don't even go here. I'm the EST thing. That's like uh, that's so 2020 at this point. It's like, can we I get something different? Can we get something different? It's like Chief Keith. When Chief Keith first hit the scene, he was waving guns and doing the ha ha ha. Remember that? Remember that? Ha ha ha. We loved it. We loved it. We loved it in 2017 or whatever year that was, but. 2024, are we still trying to see Chief Keep do that same thing? Not really. Change it up a little bit. You gotta you gotta I evolve. Wanna, we gotta see Hillary. Maybe Hillary. I've been seeing this for a long time. I, I I've been seeing this for a long time. Bianca Belair's reign got stale to me like a year ago, honestly. Um, I just felt like it was overstayed in my opinion. I think she's an incredible wrestler, a phenomenal, um, a phenomenal talent. Great, great character work. Um, I think her mic skills are okay. I don't think they're amazing, but I mean that's something that can improve over time. She, what she lacks in that, she has so much more in every other department. She's a top tier wrestler, one of the best wrestlers in the world. But nice. yeah, girl, you you put in your work. You know what I mean? Like you wrestled and held that title and held it down for a year plus. You deserve some off time, chill. You know, recoup, do what you need to do, get your spare right, and then come back talking that talk and change it up because. You know, we don't need you to be John Cena. You know, we, we need you to be Bianca Belair. And we know Facts. you got the other side in her in, in yourself. So I hope you come oh, back yeah. honestly rejuvenated because you deserve a vacation after all the work you put in. You you know, real real round of applause because you For put sure, in man. a lot of work, man. Definitely. A lot of Shout work. Shout out Bianca. Shout out Bianca, man. Now we was talking about uh, Tez. earlier. Tess, Tess too. Tess too. Yeah, uh, we man. was talking about earlier, we mentioned Eric Bischoff name, the wrestling legend. He recently said <laughs> he recently said that all in felt like an indie show on steroids and it is not as special as WrestleMania. Now, is he correct? Does all in equal to WrestleMania? I mean, last I recall that uh WrestleMania started in 1985. I mean, what are we talking Thank about? You. Are we yeah. comparing Thank something you. that started that long ago? March 31st to be exact. So, I mean, yeah. this is a four-year company. Like, you got to give it time to sprout. And from my view, it's looking great. It's looking great. Thanks. I liked it. I like it. I felt like it was a great show. Sylvan, you don't, you don't seem it to... Uh, <laughs> you seem like you're on Eric's side, man. I mean, this is all a response to Tony Khan basically saying that, you know, yeah. WrestleMania is not the only spectacle in town anymore. And um, yeah. that's basically 
his response to it. I mean, it's, it's not wrong to a degree. <laughs> but an like, indie show? I don't show? think Eric is wrong. I, well, here's the thing, right? When we talk about spectacle, we talk about presentation. So we're talking about how something is being presented, yeah. uh, the overall aesthetic, the overall look. And yes, this did look like a very big indie show. It looked like, a, it looked like indie mania, for sure. Like how it was presented, it wasn't a lot of blitz and mania. It was just strict. It was just strictly wrestling in in a in a huge venue, but WrestleMania is presented like a spectacle. So I understand where Eric is coming from. Um, with that being said, I mean I still don't like the comparison. Like I said before in the past, I I mean in the, uh, our last conversation, in our last podcast, I just want everything to be what it is. Like I'm not watching all yeah, in and being like, is this measuring up to WrestleMania 37? Like, bro, I don't care. I'm, this is all in. It's their biggest. Right. This is the biggest like draw in wrestling right now. So right. I, I just don't agree with comparisons. So Eric Bischoff, man, Eric Bischoff is a hater. Eric, it's, it's, this crop, <laughs> it's this crop of old wrestling personalities that seem to just band together to hate AEW. And I just don't understand it. It's Eric Bischoff. Um, Kevin Nash. Yeah. Kevin Nash. Disco yep, Inferno. Man. It's like something about these dudes. They just, conglomerate conglomerate together and just hate AEW and I just don't understand it like we get it we get it y'all worked for WCW y'all battled WWF at the height of y'all success and then y'all fell off and disappeared like it's fine it's fine but man let it go let it go yeah they gotta gotta let it go but with that said he's not entirely wrong about this I mean it it, it did (laughs) (laughs) It did, and I'm an AEW fan, but it did kind of feel like a big indie show, and that's fine. You know, they AEW is this was the first time they've done something this big, so we gotta we gotta build it to the point where we can say, yo, this is this is WrestleMania status because we know what WrestleMania right. is. People call Come off work on. for WrestleMania. People who don't watch wrestling get together to watch WrestleMania just because it's like, wow, this is like the Super Bowl of wrestling. I've seen people at WrestleMania shows that's not even huge wrestling fans at WrestleMania. They was like, I don't really watch wrestling. That's crazy. I go to WrestleMania, I look around, and I see, like, (laughs) who did we see last time? We see, like, Travis Scott and, like, all these (laughs) – like, they probably don't even watch wrestling like that. But for WrestleMania, they'll show up because it's WrestleMania. The Joe Budden podcast be talking about WrestleMania. Like, Mm -hmm. that's a big deal. So we can't expect AEW to get to that point overnight. So it, it kind of did feel like a big indie show, but let's let's calm down. Let's not criticize every time. Let's give them their props a little bit. 80, yeah, 81,000 people in one place is insane. So shout yeah. out to them. And Eric That's Bischoff, insane, shut your old ass up, man. Please. I'm back. Better <laughs> than never. Yeah. I love that theme. Eric Bischoff, man. Slaps. All right, man. Last I got on the rundown, our guy, Orange Cassidy. And Penta, is that his name? Did I say it correctly? Penta. Penta, Penta are facing metal. <laughs> they're facing huge backlash because of their use of the Canadian destroyer. Oh my God. Yeah. That was a crazy little moment, but it was too much. You guys think young wrestlers are overusing this move? I like the move. And for those who don't know, a Canadian destroyer is like a it's like a flip. Pow diver. I don't. I don't. It's kind of hard a to pow, explain. Yeah, it's, de- it's definitely a it's pow, like a like a flip pow driver. It's like flip pow driver. Uh, Bad Bunny used mm-hmm. it uh, against John Morrison at WrestleMania 37, mm-hmm. and he did it perfectly. Uh, but these and guys, wow! Shout out Petey Williams. And yeah, Petey Williams. 
Yeah, yeah. I thought it was Amazing Red. I thought Amazing Red. He kind of did this like a sunset flip variation of it. It's kind of similar. Either way. Yeah, yeah. Shout out backlashes. Backlash is crazy. Shout out to both of them, but (laughs) yo, wrestlers, young wrestlers. I know I'm not in the industry, so I have no room to criticize and talk. But you know what? I'm gonna do it anyway because y'all gotta stop with this Canadian destroyer. It's a cool looking move. It's fire, but at the end of the day, it's a flip power driver. A move like that should be protected. You can't be standing up and fighting one second, one second. After taking it, that's insane. Y'all treating the Canadian destroyer like an arm drag at this point. Yeah. I understand that wrestling is choreographed. It's not real. It's it's fiction. But when you're in that ring, your job is to make me feel that it's real. It's to make me believe that what I'm watching is real. When I see people standing up and fighting after getting flipped power driver on their head, I don't feel like that's real. That that shows me that you know this is this is this is this is fake. This is BS. You gotta sell that. You gotta sell that, man. You gotta sell that. At least for if you're not gonna sell it, like if you're not if you're not gonna take that move and get pinned, then at least sell it like it hurt for longer than two seconds. Don't just be back on your feet doing another Canadian destroyer. Like that's insane. That's insane. So the backlash was definitely warranted. I almost wanted to pack them both up this week for doing that. Stop it, please stop it. Listen, man, um, I'm going to keep it a bean. The the larger issue is the fact that AEW just has a large non-selling problem. Like a lot of their matches, these guys are hitting spots that are insane, and these wrestlers are barely selling. And that's always been a big fabric of AEW culture. It's never been uh, focused on the believability of what's actually happening in the ring, ring. It's just focused on these guys doing insane moves and having incredible 30, 40 minute match bouts. That's, that's the, that is the aesthetic of AEW. So when I see orange Cassidy trading Canadian destroyers, <laughs> no, and no selling, I'm like, Oh yeah. It sounds like an AEW show. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm I just think they have to, I just think that that's, that's just them. I don't, I don't see that really changing. I think they are not a selling company. I think they are a performance company. I think AEW's fabric is based off of having really, really dynamic matches with incredible spots and insane back and forths that make the crowd exhausted before the main event. And I like it, but I don't expect anybody to really sell like that because that's not their that's not their culture. Right. Yeah. Well, I hope That's all I got together. for the rundown, I man. I can't keep seeing a million Canadian destroyers, but either way, shout out to Orange Cassidy. And oh, man. They go see. I he also did... had a great uh, promo, too, which I didn't expect. <laughs> yeah. A great promo. Is that what that was? For OC. Crowd was booing his ass. That wasn't. For, for OC, he had a great one, man. I mean, I, OC don't do like incredible promos, but that one was like, oh, this is great for him. He was like, and I don't have a catchphrase. I'm like, okay. Like, the Waka Flocka gif? Okay. You have a catchphrase. Okay. Okay. But shout out to Shout out to them boys, man. And yeah, Penta. Shout yeah, shout out to Penta, too, man. Right. Now, y'all know what time it is. Every episode. We love to give our shout outs, our flowers to our favorite black wrestlers, both past and present. And this week, I want to go with one of my favorite wrestlers. He's a guy who we all know he don't win a lot. He loses a ton. 
but he's always entertaining no matter what he does. Every time he touches the mic, every time he's in the ring, every time he's on screen, he's entertaining. And that person is Ron the Truth Killings. Our truth our truth baby i want to give my flowers to our truth he deserves his flowers he's one of the most well-liked people in the wrestling business i don't think i've ever heard a single person say anything bad about our truth he is a legend he he when you think of a legend in wrestling it gets no bigger than our truth man our truth is that guy we love him so our truth i want to give you your flowers but that's me who you got Sylvan? yo man i want to give it to um, a guy I've been studying really, uh, really closely, man. You know what I'm saying? I want to give it to, you know, Christian Cage, man, being a deadbeat father and, you know, doing his stuff dizzle. You know what I'm saying? What? You know I mean, like, really getting it crazy. Wait, yeah, what? Christian, yeah, Christian Cage, man. He ain't black? Yeah, man. Bro. You know, the way he be treating his kids? You know, nah, <laughs> 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 Oh, my. Yo, so hey, is yo. What is wrong with you? What is yo. wrong with you, my brother? What is yo. wrong with you? Ah, so, what do you see? Yo. This man is insane. My culture oh my God. person. He just called, he just nah, called Black Father's Debbie. Sylvan is insane. <laughs> Sylvan is out of his mind. Sylvan and it's crazy because yeah, I don't know my dad, bro. <laughs> hey, man. You know, I know my pops, man. Shouts to him. Um, <laughs> Only pops I had. <laughs> Only pops Only I had was on the field. Growing up with the cereal, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Shout out to Top Dollar. <laughs> nah, bro. I, wanna, I actually want to give this. Um, I was going to give it to... I was going to give it to Mercedes Monet, but I actually want to give it now. I literally just changed my mind. I want to give it to Bianca Belair um, just because, man, she's been really putting in a lot of work. And I don't think people understand how hard it is to have a title reign that long year and a half um, and, and, and be as consistent as she's been. Like Roman Reigns is, you know, Roman Reigns and he defends. But, you know, we know what time it is. Like he, he's on the bigger shows. It's, he's more of a part time guy like. You know, Bianca Belair really had that belt for a year and a half, year and change, almost two years, and was competing like every pay per view, every smack. I mean, every uh, Raw, like every you know smack. I, mean? yeah, I was gonna say SmackDown, yeah, every Raw. Shit. You, you know about to say I mean? every Smack DVD, bro? I don't know why my head went to Smack. <laughs> <laughs> it's the DNA, <laughs> the DNA, the, <laughs> the rookie yeah, mistake, yeah. rookie mistake. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I want to give it to Bianca Belair, man, just because uh, we don't see title reigns like that. Uh, too often and um i know she's taking some time off man but i just want to give her flowers because you know those title reigns used to be the norm but they're not anymore and so putting your body through that type of physical uh physical pain and physical strain in general man hats off to you Mm -hmm. whoa yeah look you say bianca i say our truth ultimately it's cooley's Ah, decision so cool that's interesting you know you know what's getting their flowers this episode it's interesting that you say putting your body through physical pain, you know, because I'm giving my flowers to New Jack. <laughs> Yo, Hilarious. I'm giving wow. my flowers to New Jack. Yo, listen oh here, man. Gosh, I, man. I, I, I recently <laughs> been doing a deep dive on the life of New Jack. I did the dark side of the ring. I've done the shoot interviews. This guy was a legend. He was very misunderstood. I mean, Basically, nah, you know, the crazy. childhood trauma. It was, crazy. It, it, it was a childhood trauma. I, I understand it, you know. But, um, wow, he was a great hardcore wrestler. He did a lot of crazy stuff. But, I mean, wow, he, he was very unfiltered. He was uh, he was a two-pot of wrestling, I, I guess, you know. He, no, literally. He, he, he told it how it was. He wasn't he was fake. He wasn't fake about his words, nothing. 
And a lot of these Listen, wrestlers are really assholes, and he let that be known, and it's crazy, man. But uh, if you, yeah, that's my flowers, man. R.I.P. If you out there and you <laughs> yeah, have bro, never he... watched a New Jack Shoot interview, <laughs> even if you don't watch wrestling at all, just go to YouTube. Type in New Jack Shoot and just listen to anything Bro. you can find because this man is insane. His interviews are so entertaining. They're the most entertaining thing you will ever hear in your life. Bruh, he R. put R. his body yeah. through a lot of pain, man. He, he put his, oh my God, man. He R. also R. stabbed man. a guy like yeah, 11 bro, times like, there, in a match. Of, yeah, so. I'm, like, I'm like, bro, like, I'm not giving my flowers to New Jack. No, I love Hey, man. Hey, man. And he admit, this is him. This is New Jack. He was the yeah. first one doing that. Yeah, he, he invented a lot of stuff that. that people stole. I'm not gonna say their names, but hey, I'm just, I'm just no saying. What you know? Yeah. 3D. I'm, I'm just, oh oh snap! Oh yeah. no! Shout, shout out to an ECW legend, a hardcore legend. You know? Yeah. Shout, shout, out, to shout out to New legend. Jack. Now, after we get that out the way, you know what time it is, my brothers. It's time to pack them up. It's time to pack them up. I wanted to pack up Penta and Orange Cassidy for that Canadian. I know who I'm picking up. I know who I'm packing up. I got to pack up. I got to pack up a guy we talked about recently, and it's not CM Punk. I know who we're packing up. <laughs> I got to pack up badass Billy Gunn. Uh-oh. Billy Gunn, we love you. We sat here <laughs> and said kind words about you because we thought you retired a couple weeks ago. You left your boots in the ring. You walked out. And we thought that was it. But then you came back. It's badass Billy Gunn. And we said, oh, he, he must be trying to get his retirement match at the big pay-per-view. Instead of on collision, he wants to do it in front of 81,000 people. We clap for that. Good job. And then you win the title. So you're not retiring? Come on, man. Retirement is nothing to play with. Retirement is something that should be held secret or, or sacred. I didn't like it when Mark Henry did it. He went to the ring and he flirted with retirement, but then it was just like a swerve and he attacked Johnson. I didn't like it then. I don't like it now. Billy Gunn, don't do that again. Don't do that again. Never, ever do that again. If you're going to retire, do it right and retire. Don't pretend to retire and then come back like you, Jordan. Like, come on, man. Come on, Billy Gunn. Throne, he, he, Tom, he Tom Brady to the wrestling world, man. <laughs> T-Tom. He played us. He played us. Yeah, man. Who y'all packing up? Mm-mm-mm. Who you guys having? I was gonna pack up AR Fox, man. Um, oh, yeah, I was gonna pack up. <laughs> I had a feeling Fox. somebody was gonna pack up AR. I was Fox. gonna pack up AR. Not Fox, accountable, man. I really was. I really was. I was. I was very close, but I chose somebody different. I'm packing you up, Jack Perry. Perry, mm. let me tell you something, brother. Let me not really him yet. You on your way? Not, not really, but you're not really him yet. I you you got the leather jackets, you got the little trash talk. You know what I mean? Your promos I right. I see the vision, but you ain't really him yet, bro. You need to get it together, <clears throat> dog. The last thing you need to be doing right now is making an embarrassment of yourself with another embarrassment on one of the largest shows, if not the largest show in wrestling history, bro. You are just getting your wings. Do not get them clipped too early, brother. I say this with love. Because I kind of like what you're doing. And I loved what you was doing with the old Jungle Boy thing. But you young. You know what I mean? And you a lot more like CM Punk than you think you are, brother. Get it together. Get it together. Because you can be clipped. In fact, you might be clipped. 
next episode, I don't know what's gonna happen. You know what <laughs> Man, I mean? For real. And you and can't be getting get choked together. out by CM Punk. Like, come yeah, on. bro. Punk, like, I love CM Punk, but then he choked me. I'm firing on him. Like, come on, man. Yeah, you getting man. choked out backstage by CM Punk. Get it together. Yeah, he went out bad. He went out bad, man. Yeah. He went out sad. Yeah. All right, Cooley. You know, y'all, y'all know who I'm packing up. Nathan Frazier. <laughs> NXT. You getting this pack, boy. Bro, first of all, first of all. Why did you run the ropes like that, my guy? You got to learn how to run the ropes, yo. Yeah, that was tough. Thank God you're not on the main roster. <laughs> no shots. Yeah, these, these people. These. No, they dope. But it's like, bro, you almost snap your neck live TV. Like, bro, oh, my God. That was horrible. You 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 turned too quick, brother. Got your neck. Oof. And for the people who ain't see it, man, this dude, Oof. he tried to run the ropes way too fast. Running way, way too, fast. too fast. He turned way too early. His head went underneath the rope, and and he damn near hung, hung himself oh, on live oh TV. Like, come on, man! You, he almost pulled a boss, why, man. Hey, this is why NXT exists. I, I, I try to get him to get it I, I tried together. To Grace, but man, I, nah, that was yeah. you got to learn how to yes. run the ropes, brother. Nah, check. We ain't giving Grace this episode. We ain't giving no Grace. CM Punk got us fired up. We ain't giving no Grace. All y'all need to get it together, especially you, CM Punk. We just packed up Billy Gunn and 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 and, and, and AR Fox. And, and Nathan Fraser, but now nah, we packing you up, CM Punk. CM yeah. Punk, my brother, yeah. CM Punk. The wrestling community yeah. has outgrown you. Mm. We have moved past the need for a CM Punk. We don't want mm. CM Punk no more. And I love you to death, but we don't want to see you ever again. We want you to get fired. We want you to get released, sent to the abyss. We don't want you no more, CM Punk. It's over for you. We're it's done, over. man. It's over. It's over. Beat it, pal. What Vince Carter said, yeah. it's over. It's over. You know Vince Carter in the dunk contest. It's over. <laughs> CM Punk, it's over for you. And with yeah, that man. said, this has been another episode of Wrestling with the Homies. I hope y'all enjoyed us. I appreciate everybody who's liked, subscribed, and commented. My TSC family, everybody, man. You, you, you with us, and we with y'all. Peace. Peace.